I think if I looked like Harrison Ford and I had Harrison Ford's voice, yeah. I could be a, a great actor. Do you also have his confidence? I think that if I looked like him and I had his, his voice, voice you the, confidence the confidence would come, yeah. Like if I had a if I had like a wish to a genie, I all I would have to do is wish for to look and sound like Harrison Ford and then I would get the confidence for free. It's my favorite my second favorite seal song. <laughs> wish to a genie? Yeah, right after kiss to a baby. <laughs> I can pay it to a wish to a genie, oh yeah. For Harrison Ford's looks and his voice. Mm-hmm. Great. It's the same song. He just sang it with different lyrics. Cool, I'm going to have that in my head now. Yeah, right? This is what Eric, this is what Eric does. Uh, Finds things that don't make sense and then implants them in your brain. <laughs> to grow little nonsense trees. Uh, welcome to Podcast vs. Podcast. My name is Eric Ivanovich. This is Piers Ray. To my left... Hi there, guys. I'm Piers Ray. Marking my voice. And to my left is special guest, Sean Hagen. What's up? Again. Again. Thanks for joining us. It's been a hell of a month. <laughs> is that the conceit that, like... We record once a week. Conceit. I don't know what you're talking about. Conceit. Conceit. We were here... Conceit. For the past three weeks in a row. with. <laughs> We came here again today. Our supplies are running low. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We uh, we usually leave the uh, recording booth at the end of the month. You actually... Oh, uh, at the end of the month. Okay. Cause I, I, if you were going to tell me that you left in between episodes, I was going to get real upset. Oh, no. We, we we can go out and like hang out on the rig and stuff. We can stuff, take breaks. But yeah. we don't... Pot like, shots at zombies. We do leave it recording the whole time, though. Yes. And we do have to edit all of that out. But occasionally yeah. we find some stuff. Like... I don't know if you do this on your podcast, Sean, but do you ever leave the mics running and come back and find like demonic voices? <laughs> uh, no, that happens to me on phone calls, though. I'm sorry. Go on. <laughs> you just leave. Excuse me. <laughs> A what now? Just well, while I'm talking to somebody on the phone, just sometimes their voice just shifts into the demonic register. Oh. That's uh, like, are they doing it intentionally? That's very strange. That's no, but sometimes it's hard to tell if it's the phone or if it's the dogs. Oh, okay. I see. I see. Yeah. I see. Yeah, the dogs that shoot bees out of their mouths. Yeah, those dogs. We all love those dogs. Bees, cute. Dogs, cute. Why wouldn't you want them combined? You guys think you guys like bees, right? I love. Yeah, I love bees. I love dogs. I love bee dogs. <laughs> and I love dogs that shoot bees out of their mouths. Um, this is a podcast where we take turns pitching podcasts to each other. And at the end of the episode, we vote on all the podcasts pitched that day, uh, to try and figure out, you know, which of them is the best one, mm-hmm. right? Cause we're, once we find the best idea for a show, we're going to start doing that show. We're going to quit this podcast forever. Podcast versus podcast. I mean, uh, and eventually we're going to have a good idea for a show. And I'm, I'm excited about this. I think, um, to, I think yeah. this is the week. I've got a very good idea. Whoa. I've I'm pumped to idea. hear it. Do you guys mind if I go first? Uh, please. Go for okay. it. Okay. Uh, this is a little show I called Silver Linings Podcast Book. and um, Or just Silver Linings Podcast. Uh, titles are, are nothing. Those can yeah. change at any time. Silver Linings Podcast. And you guys know that I'm kind of a glass half full guy. Not by birth or like by nature, but by choice and by gritting my teeth and just deciding that I'm going to look at this the positive way. Yeah. Um, 
And so this would be a podcast where we would take bad situations and bad people and bad whatever, and it's just up to us to find that silver lining. Oh, of course. Like, we talked uh, on a recent episode last week, I think, a lot about, about Dennis Miller. And how his brain's turning to mush. Yeah. And uh, he's still out there on Twitter just going off on a rant here. I think Eric's got Twitter pulled up trying to find some Dennis Miller material. No, I was, I was trying to find... I was sure that you had uh, that you had pitched... Silver Linings? Silver Linings podcast before. And have I? You have not. Oh, thank Wait, God. Wait, hold on. Let's... Uh, no, you have no? not. What was it? Just talking to your the, AI? The... the, the the thing that got pulled up in the search was the slippery silver throat of Piers Ray. Oh, I did pitch that. <laughs> That's like something I f- keep finding on like an old note. <laughs> and I'm like, did I ever pitch this? This was a really bad idea. Did I pitch this? I should pitch this. It was dumb. And then I throw it away and then I find it again later. <laughs> it's like a bad penny. Um, okay. Well, I'm really glad to hear I hadn't pitched this amazing, positive, feel good idea. Feel yeah. good. Mo- feel good podcast of the century. Um, so like, what, what are some, what are some negative things that you guys would really wish you could see the positive side on? Hmm. Just Twitter in general, I think, uh, a state of world politics. Mm, that's going to be tough to find the silver lining. That's tricky. <laughs> Ooh, we, uh, how many, how many minutes is this podcast pitch that you're uh, pitching us? As long as it takes each time. As long as it takes. Well, I don't so know if like I want to sit here as long as it takes to find the silver lining in world, world politics. politics. Um, I guess the silver lining in world politics is that the uh, pendulum is due to, sw- to swing back the other way in about four years. I don't know if it is. I don't know if it is. Listen, you've lived you've lived through a few swings of the pendulum already, Eric. You should be ready for this. Yeah, but the the thing about the pendulum, <clears throat> yeah. the thing about the pendulum is that it swings very far into one direction. Yeah. It doesn't swing very far into the other direction. It kind of swings maybe just a little bit past the center, and then it swings back again to the other direction again, the bad direction. I'm worried about it getting stuck. Yeah. Yeah. I. Yeah. I. Uh, yeah. 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 Well, I I do hate world politics, and I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, just... I I I resent you for bringing it up. Because <laughs> uh, the thing about world politics is, it makes me feel powerless. <laughs> right. I don't want to talk about it. Here's <laughs> makes me feel powerless. Right. Uh, bad. It's almost always universally bad. There's sometimes you know you you get a a good thing or a mediocre thing happening. Most of the time, it's just bad stuff happening and just worse and worse stuff. Well, I mean, people really only discuss the bad stuff. Yeah. The good stuff tends yeah, to, like, get, like, an, actually, yeah. an instant of play by, like, hey, this thing happened. And everyone's like, oh, that's nice. Or we don't hear about it. Like, the crazy stuff going on in France right now with them protesting. What are yeah. they protesting? Like, everything. They're, like, all the unions are getting together and protesting, like, laws and stuff that the government wants to pass that I would think, destroy I, their ability to be unions. I think it's <laughs> pension stuff. Yeah, that's that's the big part. Yeah, yeah. I think they're. Uh, I think Macron's Macron Macron Macron. Uh, I think Macron's uh, uh, government is uh, like uh, cutting um, contributions to pensions by a significant amount. Right. Um, and so the the French people have like threatened to uh, turn off the nuclear power reactor they've actually shut off power at a bunch of government offices oh that's funny that's pretty okay there's a silver lining right there so i would say the same thing in hong kong where you have like these incredible uh, examples of people fighting back against governments they think are corrupt but but is that the silver lining like that people are fighting back 
like are they are they achieving it i haven't heard any achievements yet i would say i mean just fighting back and making that that is like the fact that there's so much visibility that's been going on for so long that is an international message of we are dissatisfied with our government that weakens that government on the political stage even if that's all that happens yeah um and it sends a message to the rest of that country like hey it is possible it's to possible stand up and stand, do something. Yeah. All you have to do is just stop saying, fine, That's I'll put up with this. <laughs> that's true, yeah. Uh, okay, so I'll, I'll, I'll call it a silver lining. You know, it's not a whole silver cloud, right? The silver cloud would be like... You're not looking for a, whole, you're not looking for a mess of silver. We're not silver prospectors here, boys. Right. All right, no, right. slow down there, easy Pete. <laughs> that's my um, name for old prospectors. <laughs> <laughs> what about... Uh... But I hear you, it's a big big topic to take on yeah. with like but then some weeks you of... could do something like small yeah like little things that annoy you and then you find like the the flip side of it like um i don't know you're walking home with your sub sandwich and uh it, it's a as you do subway beyond meat 12 inch because you are hungry and it is uh, verging on hangry what bread what bread do we want for this i'm thinking italian herbs and cheese italian herbs and cheese man after my own heart and you drop it, and the it, the meatballs spill everywhere, and you got extra parm on it. So somehow it just completely unwrapped itself and just fell into the gutter. Well, the bag splits apart, is what I'm thinking. Right? Okay. Mm. Right. The yeah, bag they gave splits you one apart. of the pre-used bags. And here's the thing. You are so excited about this sandwich that you're, you're skipping it. Yeah. You're skipping home. You're making full arm movements. So when the bag splits, it does a full parabolic arc. Meatballs yeah. scattering out of the bread. <laughs> yeah. You add... And, you feel bad because you made a whole scene about getting extra parm on it at the subway. And you did this in full view of their window. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> the woman who you forced to empty an entire shaker of parm. Yeah. And she kept saying, that's not healthy. And you kept saying, I don't care. It's beyond meat. I don't care. It's vegetarian. What are you going to do about it? <clears throat> but then you see a family of birds and a couple cockroaches come. And they're all just sharing this sub sandwich together and that's kind of a silver line (laughs) sure (laughs) do you like birds i do like birds right but losing my food to them is not you didn't you lost your food either way that food was gone that's true you you have a favorite like glass and it breaks that you can't be mad that it's gone it is just it is just gone but the birds benefit when I break a glass for a bunch of birds, <laughs> but when you, they don't eat anything. But when they you don't break, even take it to their it, nest, I it, put it in their nest for them. Yeah. When a glass breaks, so you can turn it into an amazing piece of art, because there's a whole, um, uh, there's a whole, I can't remember what it's called. I think it comes from Japan, but it's like when a teacup or a tea kettle breaks, oh, and like, you pair it with that like gold uh, glue. Oh my god! What is it? Kitsu, kitsungi, kitsunugi, something like that. Yeah, where like yeah. the fact that it was broken and repaired <clears throat> makes it more beautiful. Yeah, mm. I I've read about that, and that was actually just a, a whole plot point in in the last season of BoJack. How <laughs> <laughs> oh, was it? Yeah, well, not like a plot point. It get it was like a recurring motif. It got brought up a few times. Uh. Anyways, um, yes. However, I do and. This is a bit of a, a regular cloud lining, not a silver <laughs> cloud lining. But is it I a feel, dark cloud or the regular cloud? I feel like when you break glass and like yeah. or like ceramics or whatever, you're like, I'm going to keep these and make a mosaic later, or I'm going to glue yeah. these back together with molten gold. Then you just end up having like a, a Tupperware full of broken glass in your basement for years till you have children, and they open it and eat it. And then you got to find a silver lining for that situation. 
Good luck. Um, my what? kids ate my art project. Sorry, my ex-kids. <laughs> well, you, know, you can still use them as cups. That's the whole point of like... You can still use pieces of broken glass as cups? The repaired cup. Oh, what you're saying is you never repair them. I'm saying you never get around you to intend it. To, yeah. You intend to. You intend to. I mean, on the one hand, I want to say that like I wouldn't leave it, but knowing myself... No, I would. I would have two boxes. Two boxes of <laughs> these are my shatter boxes. I uh, I use them for making the noise of a bunch of broken glass on radio. <laughs> you guys ever deal with those, like uh, like on working in theater or something? No, like a crash box or a shatter box. Oh, yeah, no. I'm deeply involved in theater. Uh, you you <laughs> seem like a guy who would have done theater at some point. I did improv in high school. All right, that that's theater. That's yeah, it is. That's theater. But that that is my entire experience with it yeah okay did you ever uh, actually no i lie in kindergarten i was in a play where i was a lobster i was lebster the, the lobster lo- from pei <laughs> oh my god i thought you're gonna say you were in or a child version of the lobster <laughs> the fuck is lebster 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 the lobster um i feel like uh the lobster is a masterpiece one of the best films ever made Yes. And every other Yorgo Slanthimos. I thought you were just talking about animals in general. Uh, Lobster is also a great animal. Every other Yorgo Slanthimos movie I watch, each each one I watch is less good than the previous one. People like Lobster is incredible, so I went and checked out The Killing of the Sacred Deer. Yeah, that's good too, but it's not like. Didn't he make that before the Lobster? Or was mm-hmm. that after? That was after, but before the Lobster was Dog Tooth. I went and watched that. Dog Tooth, that's I hear, good. is great. It's interesting, yeah. It's it's no lobster. It's no the lobster. Okay. All right. Nothing's as good as the lobster. Well, you know, I think like at least like 40 or 50 films are as good as the lobster. But Star Wars prequels? They're okay. not as good as the lobster. They're a lot more fun than the lobster, but they're uh, not as good. Honestly, the lobster is like very fun, despite being like really, really, really bleak yes. and depressing and terrible. It was fun the first time. I, if I rewatched it, I feel like the fun would be gone, and then it's just the bleakness. Um, I wanted to tell a story. Please. Are you done with your podcast pitch, by the way? Unless you guys have any follow-up questions. I feel like we've you get the gist, right? Like, I'm taking bad things and making them good. It's a public service. You should mm-hmm. all be thanking me. <laughs> thank you very much, by the way. Thank you. Please say thank you for your service. Thank you for your service, Pierce. You're welcome. Um, I have a podcast pitch. It's about, uh, about food safety. Which you are not trained in. I'm not trained. I'm not food safe trained. Okay, okay, not a great start. Go on. <laughs> One time I was at Subway. The guy in front of me was picking his his vegetables to go on the... Thank <laughs> God. Thank <laughs> God. You were thinking what he... Okay. I was picking his nose. Picking his nose, uh, ass. Who knows? <laughs> no, he was his choosing... Taint. He was choosing the vegetables to go on his sub. And he kept saying, like, can you put uh, jalapenos? Can you put banana peppers? Can you put more jalapenos? We go back and put some more banana peppers, and eventually, he, like, he was just loading up with more and more spicy peppers. And eventually, the person said, "Sir, I'm not allowed to to give you any more peppers." And the guy was like, "Why?" He was like, "Because it's a it's a safety hazard. What? For safety reasons, I'm not allowed to give you more than this peppers." And he was like, "Okay, do you have a spicy sauce? Can you put some sriracha on that sandwich?" That that, that sounds like a mm. a. I'm not going to be able to handle and cut and wrap this sandwich, so I'm going to lie to you about why I can't put more stuff on. But he yeah, allowed him to yeah. put more things on. 
It's just he wasn't allowed to put more spicy things on. Do you think that was an actual safety requirement? Or do you think he was just like, I hate this guy. I'm going to have some fun at his expense. Sir, I no, you're I going no above idea. the legal limit for peppers. <laughs> it doesn't make any... If I, mean, I give you more, it's my job on the line. <laughs> I did used to tell people that like when I worked at a gas station. And they would come in with a, a propane tank they wanted filled up. And it was expired. Yeah, and I would say, sir, I'm not allowed to fill this up and they say come on just this once it only expired a couple months ago and i would say sir if you're driving home today and your car blows up that's on me i will not fill up this tank with propane they would get pretty upset with me anyways this guy but that's so reasonable it's one of the most reasonable things in the world (laughs) i would rather you not explode on the way home sir it's pretty we're dealing with very explosive things here like i don't think you understand that propane is dangerous gas one guy said to me like you know uh gases of oxygen they don't you know they don't expire but or tanks of oxygen they don't expire but it's essentially the same tanks so what's the problem i was like there's so many there's so many things wrong with what you just said Mm -hmm. first of all oxygen is different than propane (laughs) There's a huge difference in the level of danger between oxygen and propane. Oh, my God. And pressurized oxygen, like the kind that you get for, like, the tanks for welding and stuff, that is dangerous. <laughs> it's yeah, it's the, super dangerous. It's not the tank that expires. It's the uh, the valve the that expires. Yeah. That's why you have to be very careful in the way you move propane tanks around. Like, you can't drag them. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Oh, I'm just going to do something that puts a lot of pressure on this perfectly calibrated <laughs> instrument. Doop to doop to doop to doop. Banging it on asphalt. The thing is, like, we would charge $20 for me to, like, recertify it. Like, empty it out of propane, take out the valve, put in a new valve, and then fill it up at that point. Right. And they would think that it would be, like, a money grab. But, like, I'm not getting $20 more. Like, I got paid the same no matter what I'm doing in that hour yep. of labor. I, I would get so frustrated with people who would be like, please, please just fill up my unsafe propane tank that could explode at any moment. That is so fucking weird. But uh, food safety. Food safety. Food safety. Every episode, we would investigate a new ingredient and think about what is the safe limit. Like, what is the, the limit of oh amount that you can put of this ingredient on a sandwich before it becomes unsafe? That's it. Yeah. God damn it, Eric. <laughs> You had me. I thought this was going to be something important. No. I thought this was going to be a good... Why would you think it would be important? I don't know. What have I ever said, said that's important? food safety. I was like, all right, he's he's trying this week. Yeah. And then you're like, how much of how many mushrooms can you put on a sandwich before it's not safe? Now, it's probably less than you think. Because I think you can put as many as you need and as many as you want. Mushrooms? Yeah. I think so. Mushrooms but, are pretty good. For but me. whatever. Whatever amount, but I'm looking. I'm looking to Sean for mm. approval. I'm, I feel like, like it's kind of like the thing with water. Like you're supposed to drink a bunch of water every day, but mm-hmm. you can drink so much that it poisons you. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's, that's right. If you're drinking 20, 30 cups of water a day, that's not good. You drinking... What if you're eating 20, 30 cups of mushrooms a day? Nope, eight cups of mushrooms a day. That's it. <laughs> no more, no less. I mean, that's kind of the maximum amount of any food you can have in a day is eight, eight cups. cups. If you want. Did you know that uh, more uh, mushrooms get into people's mouths when they sleep? Uh, <laughs> uh, uh. It's like spiders. <laughs> they just roll in there. <laughs> Doug Vandalay here for Vanex Van on the Cave Goblin Network. Each week, I sit down with interesting people from all walks of life to talk about their work, interests, and insights. 
Also on the Van X Van feed, touching base with Talia Murdoch, where we discuss weird and wonderful news articles. That's Van X Van, everywhere you find podcasts. <laughs> oh god, I watched uh, I, I follow the short horror subreddit, which is like for short horror films. And there was oh, really? an amazing one the other day. Um, which is just basically it's just this woman who brings home a bunch of bananas, goes to have a bath, and a spider crawls out of the bananas, bites her on the arm, she freezes in rictus in the bath, and it like crawls up her and down her mouth into her throat, and that's that's the whole story. It's it's gonna go live in her body and make a womb nest there or something. I hate it. Yeah, it's super disturbing, but in the credits of the short film, yeah. they have all their test footage from the auditions. Where the key thing in the audition is they bring in a, like a big spider, and the actresses are just like sitting there trying to remain perfectly motionless while this spider crawls up their arm. What? So it's just actor after actor, like doing just doing their best. This is doing their best. This it is was, somebody's fucking fetish. Someone's getting off on this shit. What, on spiders crawling up arms? No, on like forcing women to s- sit there motionless as a spider whoa, crawls whoa, whoa, up whoa, their whoa, arm. Whoa, 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 It's an audition. No one's forced to do anything. Why is, the, why is that included in the credits? Because it's really funny. No. It's extremely funny. I hate this it's shit. It's extremely funny. I'm super uncomfortable with this. Yeah, I'm uncomfortable with it because it, it feels like something that like... Either you get somebody who's, like, off the bat comfortable with it, but, like, forcing them to do it or they don't get hired for this acting gig feels... That's the whole job, you guys. You can't hire an actor who can't do this. And it's not like the audience forced to do it. You say, hey, for this part, you have to be in a bathtub and a spider crawls up your arm and you can't move. I if an actor days, can't do that, you don't get the part. These days, that's what Period. bad CG is for. But you don't... Why would you use bad CG when you can use practical effects? Practical effects are way better i i agree but for something like this it feels like it would give it that little bit extra like the birds i i totally disagree i, I think that's insane i i i think that you guys are taking on way too much here for for them to like how dare they force somebody to audition <laughs> no, no. for a role i'm not i'm, I'm saying like it's there if it, it feels to me like they're pranking them or something like they're we're, not we're sh- we're gonna film this audition and include it in the short film you always film screen auditions it's like screen you don't tests. include them in the, in the you credits. don't unless the footage is fucking incredible and this is incredible footage well it then i hope they paid them for it, it was, being in the credits yeah, i'm sure they did i really don't care about that um <laughs> the important thing is that it's i mean they would have had to no one's gonna let their footage be used yeah without getting something for it mm. but it was uh Exposure. it's really incredible yeah, yeah i guess i mean it sounds terrible no, it's uh, so I good. hate this. I don't know why you would tell me about that. Um, I don't know. You, <laughs> your idea of food safety wasn't enthralling me. <laughs> and that, that makes we, sense. So I don't know how we got onto spiders. You probably brought them up. <laughs> I I highly doubt that I did. I, considering myself, gives me knowing a, me, gives me an idea for a podcast. Though. I would love oh, to let's hear, it. hear it. That was bad, and you should feel bad. <laughs> I'll send you both a link to this later, and you'll love it. I'm not going like, to click oh, on it. I've changed my mind. I I'm really not going like to click on it. Now. I don't want to see a movie about a spider crawling down someone's throat. Never, I guess I did ruin the ending for you. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> yeah. It's a podcast where you uh, find out about something that somebody should feel bad about, and if they don't feel bad about it, you tell them why they should feel bad about it. Interesting. Do you have an example? <laughs> The story that you've just told us. These the, the the director. Upsetting. It's just upsetting. It's upsetting. It's an upsetting they should, visual. They should feel bad me. about it. Why? But what if they don't feel bad about it? They shouldn't feel bad about it. I'm gonna be the uh No no no, not they, you. 
Oh, I should feel bad about it. Yeah, for you should it feel up? bad about it for telling for me. putting the image of it in your head. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, I don't feel bad about it because I don't know. You're so you're what happens fragile. now? Now he he doesn't feel bad about it. Yeah. Uh, the directors don't feel bad about it because they did everything right and by the book. The directors. We're not talking about the directors. No, Sean was. Are you not? Are you talking about the directors or? Well, I guess it's, it's yeah. That's the question. Is is are we having peers on? Or are we having the 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 director or casting director on? Well, I guess, are you just angry at the concept of something that... Di- I know Eric's angry because the concept disturbs him so much. It, dis- I'm, it disturbs me. Yeah. I'm angry because, yeah, on the one hand, they have to be able to do it for the role. On the other hand, for some of those actors, it could have been a, well, I endure this or I might not get to eat later this month. Well, then that's, I mean, that's anyone with any job. Yeah, well, jobs. I don't like to be thought, to be thinking about jobs and, uh, and, and capitalism. That makes like, me upset. Makes me sad. Well, we'll, we'll have um, capitalism on until it. Why it would be feel inco- bad. it would be the same under communism. You would still have to go out and do something that you may not necessarily like to and that's, survive. That's different because you would still eat. Yeah, well, if you didn't get the job, no. If you still if you didn't get the job, you still get paid. Look, this is a short film, guys. This isn't like they were making a huge amount of money doing this. I'm I'm not. I'm not in. I the... feel like you don't really understand show business. <laughs> no, no, I understand. I I'm not saying that like. That, that these are like Hollywood fat cats who are like taking advantage of like uh, starving actors. Yeah. Like these are, this is a starving director, a starving writer, a starving cameraman. You know, n- no short film, unless it has like a big name attached to it, has a budget of more than like a few thousand dollars. Right. Generally. Generally. I'm upset because uh, this. This visual that you've put in my head is just yeah. disturbing to me. I don't like it. I'm not the one going on horror subreddits right. looking for it. I'm <laughs> I'm recording a comedy podcast. I don't need to, I don't need to be have people telling me about spiders crawling down people's throats. Right. I need I if I'm going to see a horror image of a of a spider crawling down someone's throat, I'm going to be sitting myself in a comfortable chair, I'm going to prepare myself for something like that. Yeah. And I don't want to see. I don't want to think about uh, a, a compilation of spiders crawling on actresses and freaking them out. I wonder what is what is more disturbing, and the the idea of the character who's frozen and yeah. the spider crawls on the throat, or the idea of the real person who has a spider and then was like, hmm. the real person who has a spider. I don't know. Or, like, you mean in the screen tests? Yeah, in the screen tests. Like, there's well, the a thing real is, spider, like, right? Nobody who was uncomfortable with it said, yes, I'm going to do the screen test. But they all failed. Uh, all except one. And, like, some of them do pretty well, but some of them, like, you can just see them, like, constantly looking over and, yeah. like, checking on the spider's progress. Stuff like that. Cut, like, That's creepy to me, too. Just, like, looking around and being like Ugh. i'm just like i think it's just i just think of like myself in that bathtub with the spider on me yeah and then being like i i'm gotta pretend that i'm not scared but i am that's why it's such that's why i liked it so much it's a perfect <sighs> horror story i hate it it crawls up inside you no. and lays eggs in your abdomen um brain, which will then later hatch so it it looks like sean's idea was a failure because pierce did not feel bad at all <laughs> no one should feel bad about this but what about no one I, i'm just i'm thinking like though what i was thinking is just the zoidberg your idea is bad and you should feel bad just yeah no find, the title's great finding other like Let's, like but that's the thing is that sometimes yeah somebody might not feel bad or you can't there's you you like you can't I, convince them i kind of got talked around a little bit um but 
yeah, maybe there's other people that like it's just explaining to them that, hey, this thing you did was bad and you might not realize it. So maybe you should feel bad. Right. Yeah, I don't know if that's ever worked for me. Like whenever I was like a dick or an asshole in some way and someone explained to me like, hey, what you're doing is bad. You should feel bad. I don't think it's ever I've I've always been like if someone comes to me and saying like, oh, you're you're being bad right now. It's immediately I throw up a wall. I'm like, no, I'm not. You're being bad. See, and I don't think about until like later. I think personally inside my head. I think like maybe I was bad. But I I do. If someone comes and tells me that I was bad, I'll never concede. I'm See, the opposite. They, yeah, I feel like, like if somebody does it in a in a way like Sean is suggesting too, as a conversation. Yeah, that's like something you can accept because then like mm. you have time to like wrap your head around the idea, and someone can be like, no, 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 you're not thinking about this part. Of it. <laughs> I think if if it's a person such as myself. A, a calm conversation coming to me as an equal. Yeah. That's just an opportunity for me to think about more like rationalizations for why I was in the right. See what? Yeah. I think that's it. I guess I am thinking so about you, from my point of view where like somebody says like, Hey, this thing you did is bad. I'm immediately to, Oh no. Now I feel bad <laughs> because anxiety. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I think that's why it wouldn't work. So, A, either it's someone um, who's normal, who, when you come to them with some criticism, they can consider, like, hmm, uh, I didn't I didn't consider it from you. I didn't think about it from your point of view. I didn't think about, like, how you would feel. Uh, perhaps I, I could take that on and, like, grow, mm. which is not very interesting. I think it's just, like, that, that would be, like, two beats to a story. The first beat is, like, you'd made a mistake. The second beat is, like, you're right. There's no, like, conflict there. The second outcome that could possibly happen is it's someone like me who you come to me like, hey, by the way, something that you did or said was bad and uh, and you should maybe think about that. And I immediately will go, no, for that to be true, I would have to be in the wrong and I'm never in the wrong. <laughs> so you must be in the wrong. And immediately I'll go on the attack, on the offensive. And that's also a story with two beats. One is like you're, you know, you made a mistake. The second beat is me going extremely aggressive right um and there's no conclusion to that there's drama but there's no like uh there's no like come down from that but and that's also like a bad episode you aren't like that anymore i think i am i'm pretty sure that i am for I, the purposes of the podcast i am for purposes of the podcast you are obviously but if we wanted to actually make this idea work uh like if we took it seriously and didn't just take in uh you know <laughs> Joke Eric, joke version of Eric, podcast version of Eric versus and podcast version of Piers, which are very different from real versions. Right. But if it was real, Eric, I feel like that would be a decent show for you to be on. Yeah, I think that if this, if Sean's idea was a real podcast, yeah, I think it could lead to a lot of interesting conversations. I think it could lead to a lot of inter- interesting growth between both the host and the guest, and I think uh, a lot of people could get a lot out of it yeah unfortunately this is podcast versus podcast where uh we pretend that we're gonna do a new show every episode and we never do we well, always we don't pretend we vote well we well you know we, yeah we vote and we, it's always a tie so thinking about it now though i'm yeah. thinking that like even if you're trying to do it earnestly like eventually as the host you're gonna reach a point where it's just like i have to convince another asshole about a thing yeah and I mean, you're right. Sometimes people would, or sorry, you're right. Sometimes people wouldn't be convinced. Yeah, the listeners don't know who you're pointing. He to. pointed at Sean and then to Eric. Yeah. Sean, you're right. Uh, no, Eric, you're right. Yeah, is that sometimes people wouldn't be convinced, and I feel like that would be kind of soul crushing sometimes. Yeah. Or well, or enlightening if they brought you around to, because I mean, it is possible for 
to I, both I, people to be right. I feel like that's how like you indoctrinate people into right wing ideas, though. It's just, oh, the, I, I, idea, I came yeah. on to convince them about how their thing was bad, but I got convinced it's actually sure, good. But that's how you indoctrinate people into any idea. Yeah, I it's think always the same setup of like one person's this, one person's that, and then somebody moves one way or the other, or nobody moves. It doesn't matter. Honestly, like I do think that uh, to, to like to, to be real and honest, I do think like having that conversation, even if like. One person brings on the guest and they say, like, hey, listen, you've been bad and this is why. And the guest is like, no, I refuse to accept that and here's why. The listener can listen and be like, oh, that's what I sound like when people come to me and tell me that. Although I think I'd make one tweak that I don't think I'd bring on. Like, I don't think it'd be specifically, like, bring on a guest and say that you were bad. Bring on a guest that defends something that was bad. Because, like, not trying to attack a person specifically. Yes rather trying to say like hey this thing that you're defending yeah is we don't bad. we don't think that you are a bad person mm. but the fact that but we think flat earth which you believe in is a bad idea yeah that's the same thing to me that's what i thought you were talking about you think that someone's ideas are the same as the person uh i thought that's what we were talking about like the the ideas that they were espousing or the things that they were saying yeah, but people are more than a collection of their opinions. Like, that's the whole point is that you can change their opinions. They're still the same person. Yeah, the difference between talking to somebody about an idea they have that is bad, like defending Flat Earth, versus you specifically are a bad person because of this thing you did on March 10th. Right. I, right, yeah, 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 yeah. So it's, it's the difference between trying to change minds or just berate people. Yeah. but Which one sounds more fun to you? I'm going I mean, berating to... Berating sounds more fun. I'm yeah. going to react as negatively if you attack me personally or if you uh, suggest, s- suggest a thing that I did or said or thought could be de- de- done or said or thought differently. I'm going to come at you all guns blazing. If you say, like, I'm not saying that you're a bad person. I'm going to hear you're a bad person. And then I'm going to say, no, you're a bad person. <laughs> yeah, it is kind of that thing of where, like, when, you, when you're when you talking to somebody, you need to say, hey, you're kind and gentle and great person, but... but... Like, everything before that but is just gone. Yeah, rightfully so. Because that's when they started saying the truth, <laughs> after the but. That's why, uh, that's why I refuse to vote for your idea. I'm going to vote for my idea. Now, do I remember what it was? No. Oh, yes, food safety. I'm voting for it because it's important to promote food safety and and make sure people aren't eating, like, 20 cups of banana peppers or whatever. You know, we got to promote... I'm doing a public service and et cetera. All right. All right. Okay. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do something a little unorthodox here. I'm going to rank the shows okay. as I vote. Yeah. Third place. Yeah. Food safety. Oh, controversial. We, we all know. Eight cups. Every food. Every day. That's it. All you need to know. If you want it, if you're making a sandwich, eight cups bell peppers max. <laughs> eight cups meat. Eight cups meat. <laughs> eight cups sauce. Eight cups bread. That's all like if you go past that, you're no longer food safe. So, eight cups parmesan. Eight cups eight parmesan. cups mozzarella. Eight cups cheddar. What are you making me a sandwich? Eight, would, would you mind? Eight cups Swiss. <laughs> this sounds delicious. <laughs> eight cups Havarti. But then put it in a blender. Drink it down. <laughs> um, the point being, your podcast doesn't seem necessary. Second place, I understand. Yeah. Second place is your idea is bad and you should feel bad. Because it's kind of of two minds. One of which I really like, which is like bringing in people with these tough ideas and being like, hold on, maybe this is a bad idea. Let's try and change your mind. I like, like, I like that kind of... I like the idea of someone coming into the booth and leaving a better person. I think that's a great idea. Um, and I also really... 
the other version of it, which is that's not just that's a bad idea, but that's a bad idea and you should feel bad, kind of goes on with your uh, Dennis Miller stuff from, from last <laughs> week, which is like, I got some angry rants in me. I just need to get out. And I would like, I think that this would be a great Sean Hagen special. Like maybe you should even do this as a feature on DMs of Vancouver. We're just like, <laughs> here's the thing I hate about our hobby. <laughs> I don't mean to go off on a bad here, but <laughs> X is bad and, and Y should feel bad. Um, but yeah, so you came second today and first place, Golden Ribbon. Oh my God, congratulations. Don't you mean, don't you mean you. Silver Ribbon? Uh, for first place? For, for, well, your idea was thematic. Golden Ribbon around my neck. But it's silver lining on the asphyxiation. Okay. Tie it to a doorknob. I sit down in the library and die. But I... <laughs> no please okay stay alive well, i got the golden ribbon there's nowhere else to go <laughs> this was me trying to figure out what the name of my podcast was and you just fed it to me and i did not get it at all <laughs> it was silver linings podcast i was like no it's first place why, the, why would it be a silver ribbon that's so dumb how dare you how dare you you think i don't deserve that a was a bad idea and you should feel bad i don't mean to go off on a bad here <laughs> Something, something, food safe. Uh, something, something, food safe, eight cups, etc. <laughs> we get all the memes in a row. Um, what about you, Sean? You have a vote? Um, actually, I like food safe. Oh, God. Yes. <laughs> what? I'm really glad I didn't vote for food safe. I'm Please glad it was in third. Knock on the wall. All right. Sorry. Sorry. Somebody it's else's delicate. podcast. It's just, <laughs> yeah. Dunk. Finally, a perfect take. <laughs> All I need to do now is stop recording. No. Thunk, 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 thunk. All right. All right. Why did you vote for food safe? Um, I don't because understand. Because after talking through mine, I just, I know that I don't have the energy or the <laughs> mental capacity or the, I'm not the person that can keep that up. That like confront like people on this way? Well, this like way? rage or like deal. Like I have the feeling that after the first episode, I would be fed up with just, the whole concept it sounds emotionally yeah. draining yeah to constantly like like go to people maybe you're not trying to frame it as an attack yeah but i think generally people will take it as an attack i'm i'm thinking about this right now i have a a friend yeah who i work with on set he's very and they're they're a very very nice person and then like on our last thing we worked on together at one point they came up to me and they, we were just chit chatting and he goes, you know, these flat earth guys got some pretty good ideas, some pretty interesting ideas out there. Like, yeah. And I said, I don't know, man, that sounds kind of stupid. And he just put his head down and sped walked away as fast as he could. I didn't know if he got like a called in on the mic or something, but he's like, all right. And that just never came up again. And I was like, all right. So I feel like it would be like a lot of that. Like people yeah. just walls up. Well, done. yeah. Like, well, especially like if you're like, you bring them on to a podcast. Cause like, you're not going to get many, like the people that you get on by telling the truth about what the podcast is about are going to come on and be combative. And I don't have the mental capacity to deal with that. <laughs> like telling somebody that you're going to come on and, and like, cause if you book a guest saying, Hey, I'd like to hear your thoughts on this thing is completely different than 
hey, come on my podcast called That Thing is Bad and You Should Feel Bad. Yeah. We're going to talk about that thing that you like. <laughs> Just don't tell them the name until they get on the show. <laughs> what you need is two sets of books. <laughs> I, yeah, I feel like a lot of uh, a lot of my podcasts hinge on not telling the, the guest uh, what the name of the show is as well. <laughs> <laughs> they, have, they have to find out later. All right, so we need a bunch of fake names. What, oh, man. You should come on to our uh, Untitled Podcast Project. <laughs> that could be what we say for all of them i mean yeah, yeah recording the first season right now you can get it on the ground floor <laughs> yeah. a lot of people um get on like the eric andre show without like googling eric andre show um so i feel like we could get people onto uh onto these podcasts and not the the thing is that he does like it's called the eric andre show so they have at least a title we would be giving them like untitled or something they know who we are Hey, they'll, come on my podcast. They'll figure it out. They can Google Eric Ivanovich. You're the only one I know. No, but of. that's the thing. If they Google it, then they, then they they make a mistake. Then they know like, oh, this is a podcast about. They're going to prank me in some way. Mm. Mm. I got to talk to Eric Andre's people and figure out how they do it. I'll go talk to Piers Morgan's people and figure out how they do it. Anyway, thanks that's for listening to Podcast versus Podcast. Our celebrity doppelgangers. <laughs> That's my name, right? Um, <laughs> That's what a doppelganger is. You have similar names. <laughs> I was trying to think, like, how's Piers Morgan like Eric Andre? I don't understand at all. <laughs> it's not the same. Man, we are just missing bits left and right today. Yeah. No better time to end than right now. Yeah, time to shut the hell up. Brain has finished boiling. Yep. Uh, Sean, you got, you got stuff in the works. Yeah. Yeah. Pump, uh, Pump some stuff. Yeah. Uh, on this very network, uh. DMs of Vancouver, we talk about role-playing games and talk to people who are passionate about various aspects of the hobby. I also host the Cave Goblin Party Night, Mixer.com slash Cave Goblins, every Thursday at 7.30. Nice. Yeah. PST. PST. PST, people. Oh, yeah. You show up at GMT, forget it. There's nothing there. EST, you're a little early. (laughs) Just a little early. No, it's the other way around. No, you're right. I'm confused. Sorry, I'm just so confused. It's okay. I'm tired and it's hot in here. Uh, let's let's shut it down. Uh, shut it down, for everybody. Goodbye. Pew. See you later. Shut it down. Good podcast, boilers. This is a Cave Goblin podcast. For other podcasts like this, visit cavegoblins.com. We hope you have enjoyed this program.